0: Hey, man, pull up a chair. Let's get to it, man. Hey, welcome to the Gridiron Roundtable. I'm Burke,
1: And I'm riding around, and I'm
0: getting it. Hey. <laughs> Am I? I spent it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's the word, bro? Hey, man, you know, I just got back in town. I uh, went to go see my dad over the past couple of days for his birthday. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, tell the, yo, 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 tell that man I said happy belated. You did. Yeah. So, you know, went down there to... Texas, you know what I'm saying? So it was good. Shout out to my dad on his birthday. Um, him and uh, his sister and my, my aunt, Aunt Kate, their twins. So their birthday was the 17th. So you know, shout oh, out big to, up, shout out to the Burke twins. Yeah, and yeah, uh, Yo. how you living, big dog? Hey man, you know, like you would say, living a foul. Mm. You know, that's mm. how we doing it. You heard me, that's how you're supposed to do it. You know what I'm saying? Yo, you heard me before we get started. I want to give a shout out to my team. The LA Rams for winning the Super Bowl. Look, that was a crazy game, man. I'm not gonna lie. I was shook. I was quiet. I was happy one minute, mad the next. The dog didn't know what to do down here in the basement, dog. Nigga, uh, it was
1: it was like you was out there playing.
0: dog you know what I'm saying? before I before I had that common uh cold that up my career. But uh Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but nah man, um that was, was a crazy game, man. What did you think of that game? Uh it was a good game.
1: It was mm-hmm. a good game. I mean, it was I was sad when OBJ went down.
0: Um, yeah, that was a hurt.
1: Yeah, that was one of my that was just what upset me the most. I think some calls was definitely getting missed. Yeah. Um but you know, all in all I think it was a good game. It was a good game both teams fought. Um the Rams prevailed, man. Yeah. The cup man. He did his thing at the end of the game. He was just
0: unstoppable. I don't know if he was uh, – I don't know if he was the MVP of that game, man. I mean, I think it was either him or Aaron Donald. It was Aaron Donald for me, bro. There, there was there, there was no way they, they were even going to be in that game without you know, Aaron Donald in that defense.
1: And honestly, it's like how many times do you see – like, okay, offensive player, yeah, mm-hmm. offensive drives, you know what's going down, right? They're always making those plays. But, like, I think it's very rare, like – a superstar defender, at least that I've seen lately, a superstar defender, like, really step up in the big game. Mm-hmm. And, like, Aaron Donald really stepped up in the biggest moments of that game mm-hmm. and was Aaron Donald. Like, that's what you pay paying for. That's what he's hyped for. And, like, man, that you're right, though. You're
0: absolutely right. Yeah. So, uh, but, yo, mad respect to the Bengals. Look, Bengals addressed that O-line. Um, I think they're a favorite. <laughs> I think they're a favorite. They, I mean, you, that that Burrow and Ch- <clears throat> excuse me, that Burrow and Chase um, duo, too, they just seem to be, you know, deadly. And then when you're overcompensating for Chase, then you got Higgins. And then when you're trying to cover those guys, and you got Mixon, and you still got Boyd out there, you know what I'm saying? Like, and to be fair, I feel like you know, and we won't get in because we're talking about running
1: backs this episode. But I think, and we'll talk about this a future episode, but. Chasing T. Higgins is definitely, it's not 1-2. I think it's 1-A, one 1-B. One and that's just mm-hmm. my opinion, dog. Because T-Baby, you've you seen what he can do. And he's mm-hmm. just been doing it quietly. People going to reach for Chase. But look, he gonna T. be he's he going to be a value. Yeah, he's a dog, man. But anyway, yeah. congratulations, bro. Appreciate um, it. But for today's episode, what are we talking about
0: today, man? Well, before we get started with today's episode, man, Make sure I check us out on the socials, Gridiron Roundtable, Instagram, the Gridiron Roundtable. Leave us some, some uh some DMs, all that good stuff. Make sure you look us up on the socials, first page for your podcast, Spotify, Anchor, Overcast, Apple Podcast at the Gridiron Roundtable, and Twitter at Grid Roundtable. And then check us, check out our friends at um Milton and Jones handcrafted.com Again, that is Milton and Jones Handcrafted.com. Today we have running back consistency we're talking about the running back consistency the rb1 for over the last five years man so let's get into it let's get
1: into it man i think we just gonna go into the let's just let's just list them out so you know i think this is gonna scream some volumes as to just how crazy this running back position is so Mm -hmm. over the past five years the top two players that Mm -hmm are number five, that um, as in they've been a top 12 producing PPR running back. Um, There's two of them, and that's Zeke and Alvin Kamara. Mm-hmm. Real quick, before we move forward, how are you feeling about that right there? Well, Kamara might five, be. They five for
0: five. <laughs> Kamara might be in jail. Um.
1: <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. I mean, I think he's going to pay some money. That's it. I think he's just going to pay some money.
0: Um, I think that's impressive, man, for those two to be, um, to be top five, you know what I'm saying, in the, in the past five years, you know, 100% batting 1,000, you know what I mean? Like, because think about it, there's been all kinds of running backs that have been gone on, you know, at the 1-1 or the 1-2, and it wasn't either of these two, you know what I mean? So, yeah. And, um, you know, and these guys are definitely,
1: like, you hear it year in and year out people are calling for the demise of zeke right mm-hmm. and even when he's not at his his best like he wasn't 2020 like in 2020 he was he wasn't his best and even this year he wasn't his best yet last year people were calling him heavy he mm-hmm. still was a top 12 running back mm-hmm. this year he was playing with the bum knee i forgot what the injury was
0: uh, uh i think it was a uh, torn was something. it a pcl yeah yeah, I think I think for the PCL
1: and he still a ranks our running back. So all I'm saying is people have been praying for Zeke's demise for a long time mm-hmm. and he's still there.
0: He's still there for now. He's still I mean, there for if, now. Time but
1: changes. He, right. But I'm just saying when we talk about. Hey, the numbers don't lie.
0: They don't lie, man. He's been top 12. Um and he had one year when he was suspended for six and he he still, uh, you know, almost cracked a thousand yards. So Mm -hmm. um, my concern of course is Pollard, but I want to say that there's been like the season average for him on like yards per game has dropped every year. He's been a pro. I'm not sure if that, you know, still holds, but I know that that was um, a trend that I, that I was seeing that I, I remember seeing, I could be wrong, but, um, well, yeah, I know. His, his numbers have definitely gone down. He's not catching the ball yeah.
1: at the volume he was. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, and even with Pollard there, I mean, the number's still the same.
0: Like, I mean, not the same, but he's still, he's still putting up numbers. That offense just really baffled me. I mean, like, from the beginning of the season, the first game to, like, the rest of the season, the offense just really, really baffled me. But that's either here nor there. Um you know, Pollard is there. He's obviously in the way, but you know, we talked about this, you know, on and offline. Is it running backs man once they get a certain age, 26, 27, that's kind of old man. And but then it also depends on, you know, the wear and tear and Zeke been getting some big boy workload, you know what I'm saying? So, um it's a lot of it's a lot of wear and tear on Zeke, man. Yeah, we'll see. You know, um
1: I would say me personally, I would still feel comfortable drafting him this year. That's me personally. Will Mm -hmm. I? Will I? Probably not. But if he fell to me, like Mm -hmm. if it's the third round and I see Zeke, I'm going to get him. But, you know, and and of course, and so with like Alvin Kamara now, Mm -hmm. I'm fine drafting. As long as he beats these legal woes, he's the same age as Zeke, 26. Mm -hmm. But kind of like what you said, their workloads are different. Right. Um
0: night
1: and but, day yeah they night and day and i'm gonna be honest with you i feel i'm drafting him if if he's if he's the legal situation is good this is one of my this i think that's one of the safest picks yeah
0: he's i mean the numbers are right there like you said man you know?
1: five five for five right now and i yeah. feel like it's safe yep. and, and that's what we're talking about that's what we wanted to do this type of research right is every year adps go up and down and they change right right and you know let's look who's been really consistent out here and really see if it's you know what's the trends if it's worth noticing um anyway so let's go to the next group so of the five seasons these gentlemen were in the top 12 three times Mm -hmm. and who we have here is C-Mac Christian McCaffrey Mm -hmm. Aaron Jones Mm -hmm. and Leonard Fournette Mm -hmm. so it's crazy you know only These guys have got it three out of the five. What's your reaction here?
0: Um, The Fournette one kind of comes as a shock because, I mean, outside of this season, you know, remember like last year, I mean, it was like a crapshoot trying to figure out when to play him. You know what I'm saying? And then he had that one crazy year with Jacksonville when it was just like strictly volume-based. So, um, but Fournette's been solid, man. I got to figure out where where he is, you know, age-wise, but he's been solid. Aaron Jones probably one of the most disrespected running backs in the game right now um is is 27 by the way 40 oh yeah 27 mm-hmm. yeah but
1: it, but his workload's different he <clears throat> you know because you know if you look at his workload he's a physical banger but he hasn't hasn't as many hasn't had as many carries as uh zeke because mm-hmm. for the, the the was it 2017 when he finished uh rank nine he broke a thousand yards mm-hmm. he didn't he was hurt 2018, I think got suspended, too. He was wild in that year. Yeah, he was doing a lot. 2019 was when he had 1,100 yards rushing, 500 yards receiving. So it was that was a big, low year. He, but then, that's, that's,
0: that's the year he had all those receptions, right?
1: Yep, he had a uh, 76 receptions.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and then last year, when they won the title... He didn't come on till he only played like 13 games but you know he was splitting with rojo then heavily mm-hmm. um and that and then he finally came on to the playoffs and then this year you know he played so anyway i'm just saying like as far as wear and tear his wear and tear is definitely different mm-hmm. so i think he may still have some juice in there for sure mm-hmm.
0: yeah most definitely man um yeah you're right he uh he he, uh, he has a different a different workload um it's just I mean, he turned out to be like one of the biggest values, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, this year,
1: yeah, absolutely. Quietly, too, like nobody, and I bet his ADP is not going to be high neither. Mm-hmm. You know, now, granted, if Tampa Bay mess around and draft a running back, we're going to be talking about something different, but <laughs> hey, major, <laughs> major. So, all right, so next up here was uh, your boy Aaron Jones,
0: yeah, um. Green Bay, man, it's, it's one of those things, like you, like the offense, if you can get the, the the staples in the offense, you can never go wrong. Um, But I remember last year we were talking about uh, A.J. Dillon and um, the game against Tennessee when he had, like, two touchdowns and, like, 100 yards on the ground, and it was like, whoa, where did this come from? And I was like, man, if he would have had the game earlier in the season, I would be, I'd, I'd be worried. Now I am worried. Um I think Dylan's going to be the man. Uh, if not this year, next year, you know what I mean. Dynasty wise, if if, if Dylan has a price tag, um, go get him because um, there's something going on there. But the thing is, if if Alvin Kamara wasn't Alvin Kamara, I think we look at Aaron Jones a little bit different. I think if I think if Aaron Jones had a bigger name. Then we would see him in the same light that we see Khmer. Um, Cause he's 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 esque you know what I mean? To where he doesn't really need all the touches, but he's very, very efficient with his touches. Like you get him on on, you know, and you hit him in the flat, he can take it to the house. You know what I mean? So it's just Alba Khmer just does it and he does it, you know, with the bigger name. And at a high
1: level, I get what you're saying,
0: but you know, Camara you know I mean? definitely,
1: yeah, Camara's. I say Aaron Jones is definitely Camara light. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the light version of Camara, but yeah, absolutely. I definitely think you know Aaron Jones does it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um he always has his like four touchdown game, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or three touchdown game, like he just goes off you know, and he's had some good years, you know. His previous year, he was uh, RB eleven. Mm-hmm. You know, he had eleven. He was a thousand yards for scrimmage. Um, Twenty nineteen was his big year when he was a uh, number two running back. Mm-hmm. That's when he was going ham that year. I mean, I think you had him that year. He? yeah,
0: yeah, I did. And you know what was crazy is, you now we talked about workloads. We've already hit this twice. You know, so far the episode, but Aaron Jones' workload over his career has been different than just about any running back. Um, He's been, he, he finished. This is this is basically out of the last four years for Aaron Jones because I think it was a 2018. 2018 is when he got suspended. So 2018, I think he was suspended one of the two. But I want to say he came in, in 2017, you know, that was his rookie year. 2018, he still he still kind of shared with um with Jamal Williams. So his first two years. He was basically a committee running back. They they kept using Jamal Williams, you know what I mean? And then in 2019 is when he really kind of you know broke away. That was his biggest year, yeah. Yeah. So, um his he was workload was that year. Yeah. So his workload is different. He's 26, maybe going on 27, but his workload is a lot different because he didn't get the full workload his first two years in the league. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and, and they and they split a lot of his work up for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, absolutely. And so going on to the next man on the list, uh, the top dog, in my opinion. We'll see if he can stay healthy, Christian McCaffrey.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um I'm I don't want McCaffrey ever again. Like unless it's unless it's a value, which is not going to happen, I'm good. <laughs> you know what? I'll risk it. Yeah. I mean, I I mean, the the risk is worth the reward. Sure. It's definitely.
1: um, And, you know, it just, it just, like you said, it's going to have to depend obviously where he, he's gonna, um, you know, I got to see what his ADP is looking like for sure going into this year. Mm -hmm. I know people are tired of it, you know, you know, the last two years. So, you know, he's number three here, but, you know, 2017, 2018, 2019, McCaffrey was a dog, you know, RB 10, 2017. And again, we always talking PPR here. Um, 2018, he was RB2, 2019, RB1. So, and then of course the injury started happening. So I think you know, there's a lot of people willing to give up on Christian McCaffrey this year. I've even heard rumors that he might get traded.
0: I heard the rumors too, man. I'm just telling you, as someone that had him in two leagues, <laughs> bruh, um no. I had him in two leagues last year, and that man cost me dearly, dog. I'm going to get him. I'll
1: draft him. I'm going to, because listen, he, either, yes, him. either, yeah, either, yeah, he's just going to continue to be broken. Mm-hmm. Or this year he's back and he's going to have a good year. And I'm going to
0: flip him. I mean, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm not criticizing you for like you know going to draft him and, and you know and, and oh yeah I'm not feeling that shooting yeah, I'm a definitely shot
1: not, yeah I'm definitely not feeling that if you are or you I mean you're not but I'm just saying yeah. I'm just letting you know my mindset you feel me yeah <laughs> like so. dynasty
0: I mean at this point dynasty do what do you think I I, I think you got he got to retire on the bench if he's on your dynasty squad because you're not going to get what you would have got twenty nineteen. No, you definitely not. You know what I'm um, saying, but
1: you know, I, you know what I, I think. After this, I'm gonna go try to get him. You know, try to buy low, um, and you know what if if I if it blows, if it blows up in my face, it blows up. But I gotta, man. The consistency is just his past work, and I mm-hmm. know people are gonna be forgetting about him. I don't know, man. I just feel like there's some real Christian McCaffrey disrespect. Like people forgot. And I get it. He's been injured two years in a row, but man, those three years.
0: But dog, look at it like this, though, man. Like the off season is so long. So at the end of the, and that's not even like including like the actual fantasy off season. Like it's, it's so long of a wait between February and August when it's draft season. You get C Mac, and then he burns you the majority of the year. You do the whole, you rinse and repeat, do it all <laughs> over again. You wait until August, you draft him, you pick up CMC again. It hurts. Oh. And then he does it again, dog. <laughs> like, that's a right. long wait, man, in the fantasy world for, you know, a player that you're that hyped about, you know, being hurt like that. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. It's painful. Yeah. it hurts.
1: I don't blame look. I've I got him in a couple, I got him in a dynasty like a startup last year. The mm-hmm. first person I picked. Mm-hmm. And the shit went downhill from there. So I know it, dog. I know it. Yeah. All right. So for this, let's get to this next group. So normally I would just do the, the top 12, but it's like uh that's <laughs> a that's a a big tie. Yeah, it's a big tie. So we're gonna run through the group of players who have finished in the top 12 twice and then we're going to cut it off so let's go through the list of names Mm -hmm. jonathan taylor austin eckler josh jacobs dalvin cook d henry Mm -hmm. joe mix james connor kareem hunt barkley mark ingram okay mark Mm -hmm. ty gurley oh man man melvin gordon and I put Mark Ingram's names twice. Sorry. And the last one is Nick Chubb. Yeah. <clears throat> so let's just let's just start at the top and work our way down on this list, man. Obviously, Jonathan Taylor is the the
0: guy. Yeah, he gonna he can be the next he can come here as far as this track's concerned, going five for five, bro. Yeah, yeah, he's man. and that's and that's and that's if they you know just stick with Carson Wentz. Imagine if they upgraded Wentz.
1: They need to, but that's another episode. But, yeah, yes. you know, because, yeah, back-to-back seasons, you know, his first season he was RB6, he started off slow, came on strong at the end of 2020, and then 2021 just another level. Mm-hmm. Um, and So I think you can expect more top-12 finishes for him. Honestly, he might be the first runner back off the board in this draft. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, JT.
0: Uh who I think people going to spend it for JT, bro. Yeah. You're going to spend so. it for JT? Um, what do you think about Eckler, man? How old is Eckler? Yeah. Eckler got to be about 26. Something like that.
1: I'm not sure. But you know what? I was hating on Eckler heavily. And mm-hmm. you know what? You know, he's 26. Well, he'll turn 27 this year. You know what? I was definitely hating on Eckler. And, and I'll be honest, that's from my lack of film. Mm -hmm. of watching him and so this year I really kept an eye on him and for a little guy he runs really strong Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and that's one thing that just jumps out to me bro little man running strong it's really rare that you see that in the NFL and of course he's a two-dimensional guy right like he's he can catch he can run Mm -hmm. the rock so I'm a, I'm a eat I'm a eat my words, man. He might he might be he might be worth something.
0: He might be yeah. He's 26. Yeah, He's Eckler, man, the just the blue collar work ethic. You know, playing with Mel- Melvin Gordon and then Gordon, you know, bets on himself and sits out, and Eckler took his opportunity and ran with it. You know, Not, barely any draft capital on draft day, and um, played the chip on their shoulder, man. So you know. As um, long as he can stay healthy, man. He's, That's the big thing. The sky's the limit. You know what I mean? sky's the limit. And I'm telling you right now, I would borderline, especially for, like, dynasty purposes, with him being 26, with the start of the season, I would wait until he strings, like, two good games together and try to flip. Because 26, you're with that cliff.
1: And, to be honest, yeah, that cliff and um, – you know, I think I think we see them draft another runner back this year because they've been trying <laughs> to find somebody to pair with him. And mm-hmm. it's not been, you know, was it Justin Jackson at one point? They drafted Larry Roundtree last year, who I was potentially hype on seeing how he integrated.
0: So mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. I don't yeah. Yeah. They played. were like, yo,
0: we want we, we want one of y'all to be the one and Everybody in the room was like, "Nah, no, like nah. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly jackson brown street I was like nah we actually don't want the number we don't want the the one b we want the one f to who we want to be <laughs> <laughs> that's real so yeah we definitely gotta keep
1: an eye there but you know he's been in the league for some years now yeah, so, yeah that was his fifth year so and it was his biggest year of them all he was healthy that was the biggest so both of his biggest years was when he was healthy bro so, he's
0: been in the league five years yeah man wow
1: but his workload has been light though very light
0: yeah with well, the investigation you might not be footing with that cliff because when was when was gordon's uh hold on it was like what 19 wasn't it 2019 i think
1: it was 2019
0: yeah yeah so if that's what his first time getting like an expanded expanded role he he probably met aaron jones territory where he got you know a different workload he a
1: different workload, man. You know, because like just like when we was talking about Alan Kamara, Alan Kamara, when you look at his numbers, he's never had a thousand yard rush season, but he just mm-hmm. does everything. So he gets, he eats up. Mm-hmm. And I think Austin Eckler, he eats up too. Because even, I feel like even if they get a running back, you look at a healthy, I think 2019 is mm-hmm. a healthy floor for Austin Eckler if he's healthy. Like with a, if they have another running back there, you know what I mean? Right. So, so yeah, hey, he, he looked like he's money. We, we'll just keep an eye out there and we'll, we'll talk about that as the season goes. Um, mm-hmm. next man up, uh, Josh Jacobs.
0: Uh, it seemed like Basatcha figured out how to use Jacobs, and then they were like, Yeah, we're gonna hire uh, Josh McDaniels. Like, the Raiders gonna raider, her, bro. Um. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna yeah. do it, they're gonna do what they do, man. But um, yeah, man, look, I, I've always I moved Josh Jacobs last year. Um, I just didn't, you know, what's frustrating is and kind of goes back to that whole thing I just said about CMC, right? Like we get done with the fantasy offseason, then we get done with the actual NFL offseason, and you get like six months of just hype talk. Like we're gonna get Josh Jacobs involved in the pass game. We're gonna get Josh Jacobs involved in the pass game. And then next thing you know, he's on pace for like 30 catches. You know what I mean? And right. that's what he was known for out of, out of Alabama. So they just weren't using him. You know what I mean? And I just didn't have any, any, any faith in Gruden, but Sasha comes in, figures it out. And then they hire McDaniels, but neither here nor there, Josh Jacobs has all the talent in the world, man. Dude is like super, super talented. Um, but he got health issues. And now we got to see if he's going to have usage issues again. Um, with with McDaniels
1: so see man yeah it's we'll have to see how that offense turns out you know I think one thing you know I like about Josh McDaniels is that I think he really plays to his team's strengths right he's the type of play caller he is I don't think he's like you know I'm gonna squid fit this you know qb in an offense that doesn't fit him like you saw what he did with mac jones mac jones was good at the beginning of the year they were playing to his strengths you know keeping the, the game uh, passes really quick and they ran the ball heavily right you remember that one game they only had mac jones threw the ball three times or whatever um because they just was pounding the ball so i'm saying all that to say i think i would hope mm-hmm. hopefully he sees the type of running back that he has in josh Jacobs, so he can unlock him um that's my hope, but you're right, though, man. John Gruden was ruining the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see if McDaniels. We'll see, hopefully, because, you know, McDaniels might come in here and try to be like Derek Carr, you Tom Brady.
0: You say what?
1: <laughs> Josh McDaniels might come in to Vegas and, and tell uh, Derek Carr he playing he's going to play like Tom Brady. <laughs> so, you know, there's that. Anyway, but, you know, so sometimes it is. You, you know, Josh Jacobs has only been in the league three years now. Mm-hmm. Two of the three. He's been a top 12 finisher, you know, back to back years. Well, yeah, yeah, back to back years. Mm-hmm. He seems like a safe pick. How you feel? You think it's a safe looking at this?
0: Um not necessarily, man. Uh he was he was number eight 2020, but then he was number 12, you know, in 2021. Mm-hmm. And you know, we we established in our, our in our running back episode, there was a couple of people missing from the season, you know, for a couple of games. And yeah, you're right. They probably would have pushed him out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. And, and again, it all depends because you know, one thing about McDaniel's, I'm not sure how much that how much of that um, running back by committee stuff he's going to bring. You know what, yeah, what I mean? It's true. Yeah. Because that that was the whole thing with New England running backs, right? You you never draft them because. You can literally be Jonas Grade at any time. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, never heard, yeah. never heard from again. Mm-hmm. Now obviously that's not gonna happen with, with Jacobs, but it's like, what do they do on draft day? The Raiders are notorious for jacking and them draft picks. You know what I'm saying? Like reaching heavy for people they don't need to do, you, you know, with all the, the extra picks that they had, you know. So mm-hmm. it's like how do you how do you save the Raiders from themselves? That's real. Yeah. So all right,
1: man. So
0: Let's get to this next man on this list. This is a guy I like a lot. Mm -hmm. Dalvin Mm -hmm. Cook. Okay. This is where we're going to have a little bit of a controversy. Controversy. Let's get it. Let's
1: get it. So, you know, he's gotten it twice, man. So, uh, 2020, he was the RB2. Mm -hmm. And in the year before that, in 2019, uh, he was RB6. -hmm. Um, So, yeah, man, you know, five years in the league. How you feeling about him?
0: I'm iffy three
1: years of dominance.
0: I'm iffy, bro. Because look, you know, his, his rookie year he had the ACL. So okay, you're not gonna hold that against him, right? Um, but then you look at these other, you know what I'm saying? 2018 missing time, you know, 2019 he was he was he was a beast. 2020, he was a beast this year, you know what I'm saying missing time and then you know he he's having some real big shoulder injuries you know what i'm saying like dislocated his shoulder and then you know came back super super early and was basically rendered useless one young i think he had like under 20 yards in the in in game or something like that in the playoff stretch i don't i don't know Is dalvin cook concerns me man with the with the injuries and then with his age Another thing you have to consider, um O'Connell from the Rams, he was the offensive coordinator. The Rams ran the ball, but they like they kind of like to air it out, man. And and you know what I'm saying? That's more that, that could be more wheels up for Jefferson and company. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that they're going to go away from Cook. That's not what I'm saying at all. <clears throat> I'm just saying if we see those. Those those chance those chances decrease. It could be something different, man. It could be, you know, and and I could be wrong. If Absolutely, I am. So it's always 50, I am, I 50. Yeah. yeah, so
1: we was 50-50. But you know, I you know he still had a he did have injuries this year, but he still uh, had uh, eleven 1, hundred yards rushing. The mm. biggest thing I'm seeing, looking at his numbers, the biggest dip is for sure in his touchdowns. Obviously, mm-hmm. the games played touchdowns. Um, he didn't get a lot of receiving yards, so you know we'll see, man. You know it'll be interesting to see. Hopefully, the new coach realizes the talent that they have back there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll have to see. He still he doesn't, yeah. He's got some decent wear and tear, so we'll see.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll see. the The receiving usage is kind of alarming, honestly. Because I know you 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 had just mentioned that, um, and. He was a he was a threat in that area for you know the past couple of years you know a big threat so yeah. um he was so if 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 his numbers dip down like that and you know touchdowns you can't really predict those you know what I mean so mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah um, I don't I, the verdict is out on Dalvin Cook for sure
0: now um, I say I like to say this I will still draft Dalvin Cook don't get me wrong you know what I'm saying. Um, if if, if he's if he's there to me at a certain spot in the first round yeah i pull the trigger Uh, i'm just saying you know on a whole as far as like top five uh, i don't know if it's a hundred percent match like you know the common fantasy football player would be inclined to
1: i feel you i feel you all right so let's talk about this next fella the big fella Derek henry mm. he has just been the last few years he has just been otherworldly mm-hmm. um so yeah let's talk about it so he of the these last five years he's been in the top 12 twice obviously in 2019 and in 2020 he was mm-hmm. doing his thing uh getting five in 2019 uh three in 2020 Mm-hmm. um and he didn't make it this year obviously because of the injury but he was destroying the league this year all right man so he's turning 28 this year mm-hmm. you know he looked like the same running back to me um uh, coming off the injury how you feel about him consistency wise going into this year
0: well he was a monster until that injury and i, I think that injury was really fluky I, I don't think it was one of those things where you can kind of really hold that against him um <clears throat> Has he even
1: finished the game with the injury?
0: Yeah, like, I didn't know it was an issue To the next day at work. Like, I'm checking, and my app comes across the phone, and it was like, yo, he might miss the rest of the season. I'm like, when did he get hurt? Like, he played the whole game. Exactly. Savage, man. Yeah. Um, Only thing that concerns me, and I said it before, and, you know, it's a combination of the age and the workload.
1: Yeah. he's He's had some big workloads, and 2019 and 2020, some very especially in 2020, just to make crazy workload. And obviously, last year he got hurt and he was on to, you know, they was and look when he got hurt. So he played eight games, got hurt. He was at 219 t- uh carries. That mm-hmm. is the third most he's ever had, mm-hmm. and that was half. You know, he missed half of the, the, the season. season. Yeah. So he was, but they're about to ride him to the wheels fall off, basically.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Crazy. If he can stay healthy, yes, that's, that's worth the gamble, um, especially in, in a keeper, keeper. If you're on, the, if you're a team that you know just need one one piece, and you got some some capital, oh yeah, go get him. Because if he's healthy, that can take you over the top.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I think he's definitely a safe play. Um, they're going to keep feeding him. Hopefully, keep staying healthy, and then this is greatness right here, man. You know he's been in the league for six years, but you mm-hmm. know, obviously, he didn't get the full workload the first two years. Yeah, he's behind
0: DeMarco Murray, wasn't he? Yep.
1: Yeah. And then they used him way too late in twenty eighteen, mm-hmm. and that's when he went on his. That's when, like twenty eighteen, he fin- he like went off towards the end. That's when he was just like born
0: yeah <laughs> That's when he was like hey my name is Derek Henry um running back from Alabama you might have heard of me
1: yep and he just the beast so all right man so let's let's keep it moving next one up is Joe Mix mm-hmm. Joe Mixon himself look man people sleeping on Joe he's had a good career so far this is uh his third 1000 yard rushing season mm-hmm. um Hey man, I th- he's in a great offense now. Terrible O line still, but
0: a great offense. How you feeling about Joe? I'm glad Joe got it together because he burned the he he also burned the fantasy community the last couple of years. So um, you know, and he, he put it together for a whole season, you know, and he, he balled out, man. Um, I, I made I made a trade from him in that dynasty league. Um, I wasn't the happiest about it, ended up winning the championship. So you congrats. Know, yeah, man. You know, shout out to Joe. I know that's your boy, man. So go ahead. And let me. How,
1: how you feel about him? Hey, you know, I definitely do mess with Joe. Um, you know, I think he's very underrated. Still, I think he's going to be another. He's going to be underrated again this year. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's going to get some extra hype because they went to the Super Bowl. But um, you know, a strong runner can run and catch the ball. Um, you know, but I I just love him in this offense, man. And I think he can continue to, you know, having a great quarterback is going to make his life a lot easier. So I think more good days to come for Joe Mixon so long as he stays healthy, mm-hmm. obviously, with any of these guys. Um, so I personally, that said, I will feel comfortable drafting him again. OK, OK. All right. Um, let's get to the next guy, James Conner.
0: Yeah, James Conner is like a Phoenix this year, bro. Like, he was like, hey, man, look. He I, mean, I still do this. <laughs> I still got it, man. Um, who did? Who, I mean, if you would have thought to pick him and, you know, wherever you drafted him, you probably would think I'm just getting a death piece and you ended up getting RB1. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, nuts. man.
0: because, like, you know, his last top 12
1: finish um, was in 2018. Mm-hmm. when Le'Veon held out mm-hmm. and like he just went nuts for a while until he started getting hurt or whatever and then after that it was just really not amazing his health was a big thing staying healthy to play football mm-hmm. um and then yeah man whoever got him moves was still. I'm sure people got him off waivers too like
0: oh yeah yeah he
1: I'm pretty sure he was a big discount <laughs> big, big discount so, like, you know, he had, like, a lot of touchdowns this year. He was the goal line back. Mm-hmm. Um, 15 touchdowns. Uh, so, let me – oh, 15 rushing touchdowns, 18 total, highest of his career. I'm going to be hunting. I'm going to be hunting with you. Like, yeah, I'm like, oh, I want to go get James Conner because he's going to do that again in that offense. Mm-hmm. I might pass, bro. I might pass again. Why? I don't know. I don't know how, because I don't know if it's sustainable. I don't know if this is real.
0: Yeah.
1: That's what I don't know. And um, is he a free agent? I'm not sure. Mm. But I'm sure they're going to bring, they better bring him back. I'm, I'm iffy about it.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know. There we go. Well, shoot, man. Let's keep it moving, man. So, we got, uh, Kareem Hunt at the uh, at the next spot, man. How you feeling about Kareem Hunt, man? <laughs> Look, that
1: angle <laughs> front, I'm fading him, dog. Like, no, shout out to him because, like, you know, he's had a crazy career for real. Mm-hmm. He went from being the guy to, you know, he's still the guy. He just does it in a different way. He's a good football player. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he couldn't stay hurt this. year. I mean, he's <laughs> he couldn't stay healthy this year. Um, but you know, 2020 was a good year. From I gonna, I ain't gonna lie, man. I'm probably won't draft him again. You you say you are? I wouldn't.
0: Yeah, no, Mm-mm. I'm good.
1: I see him on this list, and I'm like, one was when he was dominant with the Chiefs, and then the next one is a few years later after he had all his drama. He's sharing that load with uh, Chubb Obviously, there's definitely enough room for them to both eat in that offense. Mm-hmm. But I'm good. I think yeah, I'm good.
0: yeah. I don't. I don't blame you. I don't blame me. So then we got we got Barkley and Ingram up next, man. Well, no, let's go ahead and get Barkley his own. Well, yeah, yeah. he deserves his own, bro. Yeah, let's go ahead. We gotta put some respect on
1: my boy Barkley, man. I mean, obviously, it's the health.
0: Yeah, yeah. I how how close is he to being a bust? I don't want to say those
1: words yet.
0: I mean, I don't want to say it either. You know what I mean? But at at, at some point, like if he especially if he gets hurt again, now we're not wishing anybody get hurt, you know. Let's get that
1: understood. You know, like 2018 when he came into the league on fire, he was the RB1 that year. Mm -hmm. RB10 the next year, he was battling with those injuries and then. Yeah, the past two seasons have been injury-filled. Ah, you know, and with the new coach, that was one of the first things they said, is they love him as a player. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's another, it might be another one of those c situations for me. <laughs> I'm risking, I might have to risk it all <laughs> and tell you guys how I ruined my league that year if they both get hurt. Because at the top of this game, Because, look, man, he's got to be healthy one of these years, bro. He can't be done. He can't be.
0: I don't know, man. Well, you know what, though, at the end of the day, yeah, you're right. Because, again, he had fluky injuries, too. You know what I'm saying? He had that weird ankle ankle roll. That was fluky. That was just really wild. So, I mean, look, I don't say that because I had him in a couple of weeks and he burned me, so I was kind of bitter about that, but – you know what I mean? Know I know, but that's understandable.
1: You know right. what I'm saying? That's tough. Listen, hold on. The uh, last year, I picked him up early. Like he was my first pick. I think I had like the number two pick. I got him. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I know. I know your pain. I
0: do been burned by him. Hey, we last year we had somebody draft. We had somebody in my dynasty league last year. Uh, that dropped him not this not in in 2021 but in 2020 they dropped him Though I was like what and it turned out it didn't really hurt them at the end (laughs) (laughs) like that's the crazy part like in like in hindsight it's like oh man that person must do something that we didn't know
1: yeah he might work there yeah so he might be in the Giants front office anyway you know He's one of those guys. Stock's gonna be low, Mm -hmm. I think. And um, if it is low, I think I'm buying.
0: Just imagine how crazy that would be if you're like pick like the one ten or the one eleven, and for some reason, Barkley falls to the second round. Mm Like, yeah, yeah, because I got him in the second round in our league. So, you know what I'm saying, like. That's, that's just yeah. Depending on where you get him, he could be he could be and he and he should be um a league winner if he stays healthy. Absolutely. All right, this
1: next guy we're probably not gonna spend much time on. Uh actually I don't plan to spend any time on him, but Mark Ringham, shout out to you being a top 12 running back twice.
0: Yeah. Good job. Um <laughs> Todd Gurley, man, was he dominant. Yeah, I I really feel like he should have signed a, a one-day contract with the Rams in the Super Bowl run. They owed that to him. They, they did him completely dirty. Ran him to the ground and cut him. Um, neither here nor there. Um, Tiger, you are appreciated.
1: Hey, man, that is so true. Yeah. That is so true, man. He was amazing.
0: He did out of the job. They ran him into the ground. Knew he had a knee injury. Ran him into the ground and then just cut him like, <laughs> like, like he was just dead meat. They, they could at least sign him to some kind of one-day contract or something and get that man a ring because they owe that to him. NFL is a dirty business, bro. Yeah, it yeah. is,
1: man. It is, it is. All right, man, so next one up. Man, Mr. Underrated Melvin Gordon. hmm Hey, you know, we saw it last year. Like, he could still play some ball hmm He can yep. play some ball as he's annoying, you know, because mm-hmm. we are both uh Javante Williams owners. He's very annoying. <laughs>
0: he's annoying, he's annoyingly good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's it's like to it's the point to where he's annoying, but you can't come out of your face say anything sideways because that's just hating on him. Because he's yeah. he, he was good this year. It was good. It was good last year. Like the he he can ball. Yeah, you know, he's he was older. He was so good that I, I drafted him as my RB four in a dynasty startup because I knew free agency was coming, and I know wherever he goes, he he earns like a check this year. Yeah, he's gonna play good. He's just gonna play good football. I think that
1: said, wherever he go, I think you pick him up. Like you said, like in those later rounds, because you know he's gonna give you some good points. He's gonna be solid.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If this, if this, if it's Miami or Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Take that to the bank, bro.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm with it. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. a good, solid player, and I think he's a solid player. I'm going to have to put a star on that to remind myself. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know how it be, man. It's a long season, and it's good It's good to have good running backs fill in, you know? Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So the last one on the
0: list, Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb, man. Can you imagine how much of a of a, a league record he would be if Kareem Hunt wasn't there? Yeah.
1: Yeah, man. And, you know, like, what was it? In 2020, Um, so he was RB11 in PPR. But remember, in 2020, he was hurt. Mm-hmm. And then when he got back healthy, he just, like, was an animal, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was destroying everything. And, uh you know, this year he was dealing with some injury. Um, but, you know, hey, he he had a strong uh, – the last couple of games weren't the best, but he had a strong run during this season too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if I draft Nick Chubb.
0: I traded for Nick Chubb, and I don't feel bad about it. You it don't? Cost, nope. It cost me It cost me CEH and uh, oh, that's a second. A good deal. Yeah, that's a, good deal. <laughs> that's a
1: good deal. That's a good deal.
0: Mm -mm. Not one bit.
1: That's a good deal. That's all I can say right there. (laughs)
0: That's a good deal. The guy wanted youth. I was like, you want CEH? Take (laughs) him.
1: You had CEH played.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. So, let's go ahead and get into these breakdowns real quick and then uh, see what we have. This is also a reminder that, look, man, one thing in common. Of these running backs that we talked about tonight, only five have been in the top five in the, in the top twelve over the last five years more than twice. So what that means is, when your running backs have some consistent good years, don't be afraid to entertain offers. Yeah,
1: because I'm not very- saying
0: I'm not saying ship them away for nothing. I'm saying don't be afraid to entertain offers.
1: Absolutely, because I think of all of them, I think running backs is the most inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Every year it's, it's, it's a different group. So the people that we're valuing so high, mm-hmm. it needs to be a specific group. Right. And I think when you look at this, yeah, like, and we just talk right now, I'm just talking like purely uh redraft. Right. But you know, like, yeah, I'm going to go and look at a Zeke and a Kamara. Right. Because, you know, they're, they're not falling off a cliff yet. I know they probably have another good couple of years in them. Maybe. I feel good getting those guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm looking at top running backs, top 12 drafting, I feel comfortable. Honestly, I feel more comfortable with Kamara. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. but you know what I'm saying? And then, because that's consistency. And then, yeah, now we can start trying to figure out who's going to keep padding onto their resume. You know, obviously, JT is going to be the number one running back. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, man. I think for me, I think just looking at the consistencies, it's just really opening my eyes to who's balling, who's 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 uh, on the come up, you know. Right. So I don't know, but I think I mean of this list, who do you think's got like the biggest like they the next
0: one? I mean, obviously, I think jo- was it Jonathan JT JT, yeah. JT, um I I think when it's all said and done and I stand on this, barn an injury, and if Melvin Gordon leaves, I think we're going to be looking back at this draft, at the 2020 2021 draft class, three or four years from now, saying Javante Loom was the best running back out of this class. Um <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm planting my flag right now. Um, um yeah, I, I ain't disputing it. You know what I'm saying? I think he can be next up. And um I mean especially if they upgrade the quarterback situation. I, I don't know what Aaron Rodgers is getting ready to do. I, I don't know if he ends up in Denver. Um, but if they upgrade their quarterback position in the slightest, it's Javante's taking off, bro. What about you?
1: Yeah um on this list period like who's the or who period who's the next guys coming up yeah who's the next
0: who's the next young standard coming up oh man
1: yeah um yeah definitely Javante um you know I mean obviously like we said Jonathan Taylor he's just I think he's gonna fall into that category of Zeke and Kamara Mm -hmm. um it's tough you know I I that that uh it's a tough question, man. I wasn't yeah. even ready for it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, I'm a I'm gonna stick with you on the Javante and the Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor is the next dominant guy for sure. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's gonna be the cream of the crop of just running backs for the next few years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously I, another guy who I think can can do it, uh, Najee. Mm-hmm. I think uh, they didn't have a good O line for him this year. But he still managed to be the RB three, um, and you know he's got a really rough running style because mm. um, he's real physical. But uh, if he can stay healthy, I think he's another guy that we could start seeing on this list consistently.
0: Yes, sir. Easy money, easy money. Yeah, man. <laughs> but um, so, you want to run down these uh these years real quick? Yeah, man. And I just want I want people to to pay attention to just how interchangeable these running backs are, because there's some running backs in here that you're only going to hear one time. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. um, Yeah, 2021, we had Jonathan Taylor, Austin Eckler, Najee Harris. This is the first time mentioning him. Obviously, this is rookie year. Joe Mixon, Connor, Fournette, Zeke, Kamara, Cordero, Patterson. This is his first time. Antonio Gibson. This is his first time. He was very close last year. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's what three mm-hmm. running backs off the top. Um, then you got Aaron Jones and Jacobs. So um, and again, we didn't have Chubb, we didn't have Dalvin Cook. Um, who else didn't we have in this? Derek we Henry. didn't have Derrick Henry, you know what I'm saying? So those three, uh, Antonio Gibson could have been easily outside, you know, the 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 top 12. So it's What I'm saying is don't be so hung, don't be so hung up on your running backs come off season to where you don't want to entertain offers because it's not a given they're going to get back into that top 12.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So then we got what, 2020 Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook. Oh, we we forgot to mention his name as a name that wasn't up there. D. Henry Mm -hmm. Montgomery from the Mm -hmm. Bears, Aaron Jones, J.T., James Robinson, mm-hmm. Josh Jacobs, Zeke, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, and Mike Davis. <laughs> so you got,
0: so you got Davis, Robinson, and Montgomery. Again, those are three names we didn't mention. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So, and then we got 2019. We got C-Mac, Aaron Jones, Zeke, Eckler, Henry Cook, Fournette, Chubb, Kamara, Barkley, Ingram, and Carson. So of those two, Carson. I mean, so all this list. Uh, Carson was the only one that didn't make it back to the top uh, to the top 12. We mm-hmm. got right here
1: in 2018 Barkley, RB1, C-Mac, Gurley, Kamara, Zeke, James Conner, James White, Melvin Gordon, David Johnson, uh, Joe Mix, Tariq, Kareem Hunt.
0: Yeah. So look at that. Just, just look at this. We haven't even said Tariq Cohen at all in the last hour. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We haven't said David Johnson in the past hour mm. or James White. You know what I'm saying? Look at look at all this interchangeability. Now there's 2018 and 2019 are, are way more consistent as far as the name that we mentioned throughout this episode. But then when you look at 2017, you got Todd Gurley, you got Le'Veon Bell. Oh my God. Okay. Kamara, Hunt, Gordon, Ingram, LaShawn McCoy. Carlos Hyde was number eight, okay? Um, Fournette, C-Mac. Is this Duke Johnson? Duke and Johnson. Then, yeah, Duke Johnson and then Zeke. So, again, we haven't even mentioned – we have mentioned Gurley <laughs> in 30 minutes. We haven't mentioned Ann Bell at all. We haven't mentioned um, LaShawn McCoy at all nor Carlos Hyde, who split time with James Robinson in week one. Um, we haven't mentioned Duke Johnson at all. Lamion Bell hasn't been a top 12 running back in five years. Yeah. Dog. That was – he played himself, bro. Yeah. He wow. did,
1: man. But But like wow. you said, man, this – the running back list is the most of all of the like consistency over the last five years it's the most it's the craziest list of them all mm-hmm. it's it is not consistent from year to year
0: no except really for isn't. a few
1: names a couple names that's the only one that's consistent and like we always we said even though they're consistent we got to start looking at the wear and tear in their age right so you got to mm-hmm. start considering that that's not a they're not a for sure thing even though they have
0: been a for sure thing. Like, but it's who, like did, who did McCoy even play for in 2017? Was it the Bills? Uh yeah, I think so.
1: I think that's when he, him and Anthony Lynn. That's when Anthony Anthony Lynn was unlocking him.
0: So think about this, okay? It's offseason 2017. Somebody gives you like, I'm gonna give you a first, a 2020, a 2018 second, and uh another 2018 second for LaShawn McCoy. And you like, nah. And you kept LaShawn McCoy and only for enough to be heard from again like the next five years, bro. Yeah. And this is what we're talking about when we say, look, don't be afraid to entertain offers because you never know what your running back going to be in the next year or two. You know what I mean?
1: hmm Grant, um, you know, that 2017 was year nine for LaShawn McCoy. Mm-hmm. So he was definitely long in the tooth. Yeah. But, you know, that next year he really fell off a cliff.
0: I mean, even even last year, just imagine if you were playing Dynasty and you had a a trade offer for James Robinson. You know what I mean? And now, I don't know what you're supposed to do with James Robinson. The Achilles so late in the season? What are you supposed to do with that? You know what I mean?
1: I think you got to hold him. nobody want that.
0: Yeah. So.
1: It's hard. So, yeah, man, the the big thing here is, like, you're rolling the dice every year. Mm Mm-hmm. With these running backs, and obviously we talked about it, you know those late game players. It's a lot of running backs that are coming up in the late parts of season, and they're showing out because of the, the, the just the amount of running backs that teams go through in a year, you know.
0: And 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 even and even then, every year, what do you have in April? You got the NFL draft in April. You're bringing in a new influx of running backs. Now, even though we don't have any, even though this 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 running back, this no this class as a whole isn't as uh, packed with talent as the past couple of years, some of these guys are gonna, 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 gonna go into um, volume-based situations. You know what I'm saying? To where they're gonna be pushing toward that 11 to 12 spot just off of volume alone. So, I don't know, man. I I, I see some moves that I'm potentially gonna be trying to make and that the more we talk about this, because um, it, it's, a, it's a fluid position, man.
1: It's a very fluid position, man. You got to play it like that. So, you know, I don't know. So well, let's just keep an eye on this. Like I said, I think for me, it's opening some eyes for me, like some running backs that I wanna be going after and people I'm just definitely gonna be avoiding. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so many, so many different names. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, right,
1: yeah, man. Well, look, I think I think we got it for this one um let's just continue this series we got some more research to do
0: let's get to it let's get to work but before we do that look y'all thanks for listening to this episode make sure y'all go check us out on the socials make sure y'all check us out um, on, on instagram at gridiron roundtable twitter at grid roundtable and wherever you listen to your podcast apple Podcasts, anchor spotify overcast all that good stuff the gridiron round Roundtable. And while you're doing that, while you're on that Google machine, check out Milton and Jones Handcrafted.com. Again, that is Milton and Jones Handcrafted.com, man. Yo, it was good getting back in the booth, talking football with you. You did. And um, just like that, we out.